coming to you live from Parkview Studios, The Garage. This is The Brothers Catch-Up, a weekly podcast where two brothers come together to catch up. I'm Sal Biazzi. With me, as always, is my brother, Frankie. So, before we go into things today, I have to have... I want to attach an addendum, a correction, to last week's podcast about Gnosticism. Oh, okay. Uh, if you listen to last week's podcast where we went in depth on Gnosticism and their beliefs, I just have to correct myself. Last week I said a lot of things, and all of them were wrong. So, now we can go into this week's topic. Is there someone in your house? I hope not. Does it sound like someone's in my house? You don't hear that? No. <laughs> what should I be hearing? Hold on, Frankie's going to go investigate inside the house. Quinn's might be in the house. Oh, no, Quinn's right next to me. Also, it should be noted that Frankie's shorts today are actually underwear. Oh, that All right. These are my favorite pair. Of shorts? Yeah. Um, what did you get wrong about Gnosticism besides everything? Um... Just all of it. There's... I... Look, I, in an attempt to give a simplified version of the Gnosticism... The Gnostic- you just start your own. Whatever you preached <laughs> was sounded cool. No, I mean, like, some of it is not, like, inaccurate as much as it's just, like, incomplete to the point of, like... Not even close. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's such an oversimplification. Like, once you start actually going into the layers... You probably of the... really pushed away all the Gnostics that were listening yeah. to our pies. Like, like, you're an actual you Gnostic. Fucking, like, this guy doesn't know anything about yeah. Gnosticism. Like, well, to be fair to you, I mean, you had researched it two days prior. Yes. And to be How fair... How do you not hear that? To be fair to me also, the, I don't know. I think you're hearing this, what's going on over there. There's, like, someone moving stuff over there. That's someone's How would I hear it over here? I don't know. Sound bounces off stuff. So maybe it's like bouncing off the wall. It's weird. <clears throat> um, yeah, like, once you start going into the text, like, I was start, like I started really going in. You know, la- last week I said I had just started going into some of these texts. Well, after that episode, I went into some of these texts. Like, I was actually listening to the actual texts of a lot of these books. And I got through a number of them, maybe like 10 or 11 of them. Because uh, not all of them are super long, but some of them are long. And once you start, like, listening to what the actual texts say, it's harder and harder to, like, justify the simplification. Because, like, the complexities of it are it doesn't what doesn't allow it... for simplification. Yeah, it's kind of like... Well, I was in the car when you were playing one of them, and I couldn't have been more bored. Yours, <laughs> yours was way more interesting, so they're missing out. Their marketing department needs to get together and... Well, I think the the greater point is that there's a lot of reasons why the Catholic Church and churches in general and Christianity moved away from a lot of these Gospels. And while it's nice to make the claim that there was some one cohesive message of all the Gnostic texts, what really becomes clear is over the 300 or 400 years that Gnosticism was becoming a thing, there was a lot of different interpretations of the texts and ideas. So Classic. Like, does it really hold together as one cohesive narrative like so I put dumb. it together? So dumb that we try to group things. Everyone is so different. Yeah. Like, 
No, there's a lot of similarities. Sure, but like everyone, everyone's gonna break off. You're gonna have all these different things. But like to say that they're all saying the exact same thing, it's like all the libertarians, that... they just fight each other over like their small differences, and it's like you guys agree on ninety percent of it. Why don't you just be the same thing? No, I don't believe in borders, and I believe in borders. It's... What are we doing? Well, the cool thing about Gnosticism too is like it's not about believing; it's about knowing. I didn't know we would talk about religion again. Well, I, we I was just done. trying to correct. What's the difference between Roman Catholic and Irish Catholic? Are well, they different churches? No. It's the same religion, right? Well. It's just like you're, you're Italian a, or you're Irish. Yeah, so like a Roman Catholic is the Roman Catholic Church. That just is the actual what the Catholic Church is. An Irish Catholic is a specific type of Catholic. So do Irish Catholics... Irish person who is Catholic. But do Irish Catholic like, Irish Catholics, like... Well, there's also pope, Irish Protestants. Their pope is... Well, yeah, I mean, that's the whole... That's why you would Ir- say Irish Catholic. Okay. You don't say uh, Irish okay, Catholic. Okay, 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 You don't okay. say Roman Catholic to differentiate people from Rome who are Catholic. I getcha. It's because the war in Ireland where they're bombing each other there's is the... Irish the, Protestants. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Catholic. That makes sense. I didn't even think about that. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> I'm an Irish Catholic. Our Pope... Uh, yeah, but that's, Vatican, I was, but it's, that's what I was confused. I was like... That's what I was confused. I was like... <laughs> what do you mean you're Irish Catholic? Like, oh my God, the military's overhead. They're coming um, for So it. that's not what... I didn't want to talk about Gnosticism again. I just wanted to correct... That if you had listened to last week's podcast, you should know that most of the information I gave you was wildly incorrect. I would say. So go from there. We'll but that's it. most of. But that's also something we can apply to like every episode of this podcast. Listen, Listen. what do you? I don't know what people want. From <laughs> what do you expect, really? Um. So today I wanted to talk about something that we kind of have avoided talking about for a while and like haven't touched on, and I think it's good to like maybe bring it up again and talk about what it is and what it isn't and what is happening right now and what we think might be happening in the future and that is in my opinion the uh cold american civil war oh because i don't think it's ever stopped i think people like us have been tired of talking about it because we get such ridicule when it comes up cold civil war but america at least since 2017 probably going back even further maybe 2015 has been at war with itself but it's been a propaganda war it's been a psychological war it's been an economic war in a lot of ways. It hasn't been a hot war yet, but there have been small things that have happened. I think it's a over social media years. war. It is kind of a social media war. It's like a meme war. People they refer to it as. I don't think it will ever be fought on the. Well, let's hope not. That would be terrible. But I think we should address like. I think over the last, like since Biden's become president, we've talked about it less because I think it's been more and more obvious to most people. What's where these battle lines are? Like it used to be, I think people really did think it was Democrat and Republican, but I think as Joe Biden exists, it highlights the the let's call it. I don't want to say shadow government. I don't want to say deep state. I don't want to say powers of people. Just like I don't know the corporate state, the the intelligence state today. Tucker Carlson and Fox News went different directions. And I don't know if... I don't watch his show very often, but I do watch 
clips on YouTube when I see if he covers something I'm interested in, and if he does, sometimes I watch the full episode on YouTube, but it's not something that I prioritize making sure I watch every single night. But it is relevant in the sense that he's the number one cable news host in America, and he's the only person, and the reason why, it's, it's so obvious why. And because it's so obvious, that's why it's so interesting why this happened now. Tucker Carlson is the number one news host because he's the only person in the media mainstream who can say the representative views of disenfranchised, politically homeless Americans. Okay. And that community is the largest community. And that is the largest voting block in the country. Like, we don't right think now, of it like that. Right now it is. 100%. 25% of this country identifies, depending on what poll you look and when the poll is taken, as Democrat. 21 to 23% of the country, depending on when the poll is taken and, and who's taking it, identify as Republican. The rest of this country do not affiliate with a party, and they, and their votes are generally up for grabs. And we're going to have to pause the podcast here. Now, like, in the middle of that is probably, like, 15 to 25% of that, like, 48 or 50%, like, whatever that is. Those people are probably decided one way or the other. <clears throat> but ultimately... This group of people isn't represented in media by very many things. Like, there's not much culture that gets directed at them. Most co- most culture and most media, most news organizations are trying to cater to the other fifty percent, to the to the goal of almost excluding the non-partisan to the point of like imagining they're not real. And by eliminating Tucker Carlson's voice from the mainstream, you you get that universal... There is now no representative view well, of those people. It's kind of weird. Do we, we know officially that it was like Fox News axed Tucker? It was a, they describe it as a mutual parting of voice. So here's, what I, here's what I think yeah. is weird. The media. I don't think they really care. Like, ultimately, at the end of the day... They're fed a script and a narrative that they're pushing. Whether that's Fox News, MSNBC, CNN, it all caters to their viewership and what they're doing. Yes. I think Tucker didn't toe the line. I think Tucker always was willing to do what he wanted first and foremost, and that reflected in viewership. Tucker's show absolutely killed it. Great show. Great viewership. The 8 p.m. slot on Fox News was the spot to go if you were a Republican, but also if you were just that you know, the the person who found themselves in 2016 having to vote for Donald Trump and you never thought you'd vote Republican. It was the place for Bernie people. It was the place for people who just became Republican overnight. Like, it was just a place for all these different people, probably libertarians, anti-war people, true Democrats who were like, this anti-war, anti-all of that. And so what I think is weird is... I do then think that media, as much as they want to push their their narrative, they want their money at the end of the day, and I think Tucker brings in a ton of money. So I think it's interesting that they're yeah. willing to, to part ways because I don't – what, are you going to put Waters World in there? Who the fuck is watching that to and replace Tucker? I mean, he's he's okay, I guess, but like it's not Tucker. He's not going to talk – well, I, I did catch Tucker's Who's going to be the guy talking like, we cannot let the CIA – lie us into a war with Ukraine. Who's going to do that? I did watch Tucker's last opening over the weekend before this news came out that he was leaving. 
Um, and it was scathing about media in general and the news industry. So like, there's probably been they've been probably fighting behind the scenes for like months, and probably like years. Um, what do you want? What do you want to see him do? Um, because here's what I don't want. I don't need a YouTube show from him. I don't want I know, him five days a week that's... trying to do like a show. What I would like, I would like for him to have a do a podcast. I know there's tons of podcasts, but like no. I... No. Three days a week, a podcast on YouTube and Spotify and iTunes and stuff. You can have really cool guests on and just talk overarching. You get to really talk out these ideas, and it doesn't have to be these, like, programmed things, you know? I want him to run for office as vice president in the Trump administration. <laughs> Or I mean, he could. Or president. He like, could. launch an independent presidential campaign. He definitely could. I think he would have the support. Not that I think I he'd be think any he, good. I don't think just, he wants this to. This would be fun. I don't think he has any desire to do that. Uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't know if he has any political ambitions. I do think that... That's a, pump, that's a pumpkin seed, Rose. Can you hold this ice pot? My entire lap... No, I'm not holding it. Well, like, she's tangled in the cord. I don't want her to pull everything down. Alright, there we go. Um, is it any good? It tastes like the way Costco smoothies used to taste before they ruined it. That's pretty good. Remember how good the Costco smoothies were? I can eat this. They turned them so bitter and sour. Yeah, I don't know why they did that. Um, so bring up Tucker Carlson leaving Fox News. It's obviously relevant news happened today. But I think it's just the next the next stage of this war. Like as legacy media is who- that has been dying, Tucker was the only thing legacy media really had. You know in what, the news department. You know what the smartest move would be? What it's not going to happen because MSNBC hires him. Yeah, MSNBC <laughs> hires him like they and did they tell with him, be a Minka, Democrat, not Minka, Megyn Kelly, and you let her and let her <laughs> you let him do his same show though. Don't try no to control. Gonna- don't try to control him and push like these like let him be the anti-war voice on MSNBC. I mean, let him be the the anti oh, oh that that's going to be gone. The anti-CIA and the the military industrial complex all of that. Let him be that guy. This is so complicated with Rose. Rose, why don't you just why don't you sit? You want to sit? No. You want to just walk around with all these th- objects and wires? Is this out? Is your thing on? Is your light on? Yeah. Um, I think that the next step, like as the war rages in Europe and now Asia with Taiwan, and you, you can't have Tucker Carlson doing whatever he wants with that many views, even if he goes to YouTube or rumble or an alternative platform if he has a podcast his reach is still limited and you do solve the problem of like covering up like as good as people might want someone like sean hannity or laura ingram to be or you you mentioned waters world like there's no comparison well that's between what tucker carlson was doing and what those voices are doing those are complete establishment or intelligence community voices that's why i think podcast though because i think that's where you're gonna get the broadest reach i think like like, a YouTube show is so played out. Like, I just don't think they do well 
when people move on into but podcasts do well. I don't care that the podcast market is oversaturated. People claim podcasts are over. I don't think they are. So I think I think that would be the, the best platform. I mean, like, I think he could have a Joe Rogan esque reach. I really do. He should come on our podcast. I also think he's actually going to probably be on Joe Rogan the next like week or two, talking about all this, and it's going to be awesome. That's my. I'm going to call that shot. He'll probably be on tomorrow. They probably recorded today. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Just wait so anyway, to rip these wires. I think off. that as this like continues and the and the news media becomes more and more one thing, like Fox News and MSNBC will become closer as time goes on. Like there won't be a distinguishing voice, even though they'll pretend there is. In reality, there's not much difference between mainstream Republican, Fox News, mainstream Democrat, Nancy Pelosi, MSNBC. No, but I mean, it's. I think it's been that way for a while. It's, but like, but I'm saying there were things holding to see, it together. We're starting to see now the battle where the battle lines actually are. Tucker Carlson to the Democrats. That's gonna poke your eye out. Yeah, it's a dangerous. Tucker Carlson to the Democrats is like the fascist Nazi example. And it's ridiculous because he is the only anti-war voice and he is uh, the only anti-establishment voice on so many other kind of issues right now, populist voice in terms of economic stuff like that. The people will, people are aware of this, of like the idea that the news media is... They should redo Crossfire. Yeah, now. Him Him and Jon Stewart should do it. Did you see John Stewart with that intelligence lady like Dude, John Stewart, is he one of the weirdest characters alive no. right now? John Stewart makes complete sense. Does he? Yeah. I feel like John he does. Stewart's, John Stewart's narrative arc is the clearest of almost anyone in show. You really business. think so? He's one of the few who was always very independent and got away with the most on the Daily Show. He could say and do almost anything he wanted and push the buttons of the establishment because it was framed as Republican, Democrat, Republican, Democrat. John Stewart understood that Trump was going to win. And John Stewart understood that when Trump won, what that he would couldn't mean. do that shtick. And I mean, literally, like it had to become all anti-Trump. And even though I think John Stewart truly doesn't like Trump and truly is a Democrat, I do think that... He knew at that time, like, he didn't want to be what Stephen Colbert eventually became. So he leaves. Yeah. And his only reemergence and real significance up until recently was the COVID thing. He came out of the woodwork. He had that whole thing on Colbert. Talk about the Colbert thing. Now, of course, he came out every year for his 9-11 stuff. He said his anti-Trump jokes or whatever it was. But, like, it's not like he was doing a lot. But he started that Apple TV show. See, that's where I think it gets weird, because I think the Apple TV show, he has like a lot of things on there that are very like, well, huh, you wouldn't think he would go that way. Well, I know what you're saying, but I think in order to get back into the good graces, into the mainstream now that the Trump era is perceived to be over, you have to make this, it's not the same game anymore. There are concessions you have to make, so like, I think there is a lot more disingenuousness in current Jon Stewart, but I still think... He's John Stewart. So, like, when you put a corrupt intelligence official in front of him and you think you're going to get a softball interview, he's going to you're not going to wreck her shit. Yeah, yeah. That that clip was awesome. Mm-hmm. It was good, but like, 
He also wants to have an Apple TV show. Makes sense, I guess. So, like, to do that, you need to be a Democrat shill. But it's a nice paycheck, and he misses being in the spotlight, I'm sure. And... Is being a parent just eating things that you never intended to eat? No part of you went looking for an ice pop. An ice pop just wound up in your hand, and now you're just eating an entire ice pop. Uh, usually throw them out. <laughs> but. Also, this is good background music. Yeah. <laughs> Well, so There's no better space for her to play hose. with an old children's toy. Did she take that off herself? No, I gave it to her. Oh, that was a good call. This is going to be good when she goes under the couch. I'm Rose, sure I'm glad you're crawling around on the floor. I'm sure there's like screws and nails around. <laughs> it's good. I was worried about that vice falling and like nailing her on the head. Yeah, dude, there's plenty <laughs> of things I could really wreck her day in here. <laughs> It's really not where you'd want a kid playing. Right, Rose? You got, I don't even know what's in your hair now. Whatever. Whatever. Oh, yeah, I also want to say something about what we said earlier. About fat people. Oh, my God. Um, I didn't mean that. There are a lot of fat people that I love. Fat Albert. Chris Farley. Chris Farley died from being fat, so. Alright, so. Just be aware of that. The propaganda war is. It's gonna rage on. It is continuing, and Tucker Carlson is like. Not that he's like the best thing since sliced bread over here, but. I just don't want to see Jon Stewart, like. I don't want to see him, like, go join, like, The Blaze or go join. I can see him, like, do the Daily Caller or something. Daily Mail? What's Daily Mail? Is that what No, the Daily the ben, Caller. The Ben, ben Shapiro, Shapiro one. That's Daily Mail. I think he started that. I think Tucker ben Carlson Shapiro founded. Started. I think Tucker did. No, I think it was Ben Shapiro. Maybe it's like an investor. Oh, Tucker Carlson started one of these conservative outlets that he gifted to someone. Hold on. Maybe it's a Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson Daily Caller No, again, Daily Caller is not the same thing as Daily Mail Read that Yeah, but Daily Caller is not what Daily Mail is Yeah, but I said he started one of these things yeah, but I'm talking about the Ben, Shir- ben Shapiro thing. Ben Shapiro's Daily Mail. You sure? Yes. Well, Tucker Carlson did found the Daily Caller. Okay. Not the Daily Mail. Mm-hmm. So best wishes to him. I'm sure he'll show up soon. But it would be cool if he was like... Think about a debate between him and Kamala Harris. If he went like the route of like, I'm going to be a politician... I think that's even more reason why you should actually have a podcast. That'd be cool. <clears throat> like, how come it's 2023 and no politician, no politician has changed the game besides Trump? Trump used Twitter in a way no other politician uses a platform. 
even AOC with the way she uses Twitter is not really the same thing. She, she uses it as an outlet. But no one uses any of the new tech we have as, like, a really good way of, like, platforming. No one's got a YouTube channel of, like, hey, I'm the governor of Texas, and this is... Welcome There's to my YouTube. Here's my daily vlog of, like, what I'm going to do. There's and a just... congressman who does TikTok. Uh, he won, essentially, on TikTok. Is he's it cringy, still... though? No. Good. I mean, he's, like, a Democrat. He's, but... But his whole but thing I think is you need his that. TikTok account. And like, but it should be, like, so transparent. It should be, like, everything they do. It should be everything that they believe in. The conversations they have. The, the arguments. Yeah, he, like, comes on TikTok and be like, we just voted on this bill. And I don't know. Yeah. That's what it needs to be. Um, and then in other news, I think I'm going to try to become a professional body. Well, not professional. I'm going to try to compete in a, a bodybuilding show. Yeah. I'm going to try. I think. I don't know for sure if I'm going to so do it. are you it. selling creatine now? What? Am I selling creatine? No. Is that what your side project is? No. Not allowed to discuss side project. Eventually I will be able to, but right now, no. It's in the development phase? Correct. Is it a shape shaped like a cock? It's actually a dildo. <laughs> shaped like a weight. <laughs> well, now you're just going to sit down. Want a mic? No, no, she looks like she could join. She could get away. <laughs> as soon as she starts talking, we'll start, like, actually giving her a mic. Have her, have her again. I mean, she is talking, but, like, I mean, like... Words. When she makes sense. Yeah, well, actually, I should give her more credit. She is making sense you now. You know what's weird? I don't understand how you teach kids to do anything. Dude, it's amazing how much they just learn. Watching, like, seven-year-olds play baseball, not t-ball, like real baseball, how do they understand how to actually play the sport? Am I I underestimating what children can do? She can do a lot. And she's not afraid to, like, bust her face to try and do it. Like, I was watching, I watched the little clip, and there was a runner on first, seven-year-old, pitch, like, Player pitch, not coach pitch, not T-ball. Single up the middle. The guy on first, round second, looks to the outfield, gets a read, and then comes back to the bag. And I'm like, seven-year-olds know how to do that? I don't know. It's fascinating to me. It is amazing. Also, they might not have been seven. They could have been like nine. But I also want to give us credit before the end of this episode because we've been in, under tremendous life pressure and we've still managed to record and like not bring it onto the podcast. I think that's really good. Sometimes it's what you need, though. This is like a good... Distraction, good outlet. So I want to apologize to all the fat people and Gnostics. Perfect. I think that's. I think Sorry, that's fat people and Gnostics and Gnostics. Sorry, fat I don't Gnostics. really want to apologize to the Gnostics because. Did Quinn come in the garage, Rose? Where are you going? You have to stay here. No, Quinn's in your house. You want to go play with those kids out there? I'm gonna take you with them. They'll never see you again. You want that? I probably shouldn't threaten her on the podcast. That wasn't really a threat. <laughs> More like a warning. Yeah, like a threat. Like, <laughs> I hope I'm gonna give them yeah. you. I'm gonna give you to them. All right. Well, that's good. All right.
I think we're overdue for a new genocide. Okay. Are we recording? Yeah. Just not like a race. Just like fat people. That's so funny. Amanda literally <laughs> sent me a TikTok three days ago, and it and she captioned it with "You and Sal." Oh no! And when I clicked on it, it was just a dude complaining about fat people. <laughs> I, I, we don't do it that and often. And like that's weird because like I feel like we don't I'm, do it that often. I'm not a fat hater. You are. Yeah. Well, but I'm not. I just distrust them and don't like them personally. Do you like it? It's like a cigar. It's weird. Looks like a sex toy. Looks like it's like for meth. Um. I mean, I don't know. Seems maybe a little rash to want to kill all the fat people. We don't have but to I, do I, I don't listen. I'm on the the side of. I don't believe in body positivity. I believe in body shaming, and I believe in uh, getting these fatties to not be fat anymore. But I don't think they should die. But they should like. I hate the people who are like I'm fat and I'm they happy. They should be taxed higher. hundred percent. Because, like, think about all the wear and tear they put on, like, Well, it was these people, hold on. It was these people who were... <laughs> these people. It was. It was these people who, when the whole COVID thing happened, and, like, you weren't you getting... You to wear a mask. If you, if you didn't want to get vaccinated, they are like, well, then you shouldn't... You're going to kill me. You shouldn't have health insurance. <laughs> you should have to pay double at the hospital. <laughs> they, sh- you, you should, they shouldn't even treat you. It's like, well, you weigh <laughs> over 300 pounds. How about we just let you die? So. Yeah, I'm all in. No, I don't know. I, I look. I know some great fat people. I so would, do I. I would be very sad if they all disappeared tomorrow. Just You're the one who be said better. it. You're the one who said it. Who am I to make that determination? I don't know. You literally opened the podcast with. Doesn't sound like something's in my attic right now. <laughs> There's something crawling around. <laughs> I think it's just the wind on the tree next to the house, but it does sound like something scurrying up there. I think you got an infestation of sorts. Um, I, I just want to pref- I want to make an addendum to what we were just talking about about genociding with fat people to say that I love all people and don't want anyone to be harmed. Yeah, okay. I am universally accepting of all people, no matter how fat you are and disgusting it makes me feel when I look at you. Ugh. Ugh. God. Some people are disgusted. <laughs> Alright. You know you're gonna be fat, right? Like, <laughs> well, not yet. You don't take care of yourself in the slightest. Well, eventually I'm You gonna... have a horrible you think diet. You a hypocrite? You have a horrible the diet. I get to 350, it's over. You have a horrible diet. You do no exercise at all. I think exercise is overrated. No. A lot of these people would just be better I off. would claim it's extremely underrated, if we're being honest. <laughs> You don't need to exercise to be skinny. You just need to not eat. Do you not eat? A lot of the time. Most of the time, I'm not eating. I feel like fat people, most of the time, they're eating. I think that's a big difference that they should make in their lives. Just stop eating? Most of the time. Just starve yourself. No, like, how many... Are you eating most of the time, or most of the time are you not eating? Most of the time, you're not eating. Oh, most of the time I'm probably not eating. Yeah, exactly. 
I don't know. My my diet plan is pretty strict. I feel like I'm always like every few hours I'm trying to get something in my but body. I mean, there's hours in between you eating. Yeah. And then when you eat, you think fat people are just eating all day long? When you eat, it's just in short bursts for like five, ten minutes I think, at a time. I think you're crazy. I don't think fat people fat are just like people eating eat nonstop. Hour, every, every hour on the hour for like decades of minutes. Well, let me get this dog inside because that sound just got to be picking up on the audio. I don't think that's true. I don't think they're eating just like all day. From like the second they wake up to the moment they go to bed, they're just like eating meals. How else do you get to 500 pounds? I did find, so at night, because, like, the like the way my diet works, <coughs> I'm really good in the mornings and in the evening and in the daytime where, like, I'm good with all my meals. I try to make dinner be the last thing I eat before bed, and I typically eat, like, a later dinner, like, around, like, 8. But inevitably, by the time, like, 11 o'clock rolls around, I'm starving, and I want to eat something, but I won't. But I did... What I started doing is I watched this guy on YouTube. His name is Eric the Electric. Okay. He's just this skinny guy who just eats. He doesn't do, like, food challenges. He's not like Matt Stoney where he's like, I'm going to eat all this food really fast. He's like, I'm just going to eat all this food. And I love watching it as I'm starving before bed. And he's just putting <laughs> down 40,000 calories at a time. And it's just, the- how could you do that to yourself? I would hate that. Oh, it's so cool. I, wa- I can't even watch the Food Network if I'm a little hungry. He spent 24 hours just eating cheesecake from oh, Cheesecake God. Factory. <laughs> Gross. It's like a nightmare for me. Oh, it's so cool. I'm like, damn, I want to do that. Now, if I if I even have the slightest hunger and there's like, I know there's no snack that I want to eat in the house and there's something food related on television, I, I can't. Gonna, I no, I like it. it. It's kind of like porn to me. I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, give it to me. Well, I would really devour He did that one where right he, he ate 100 Krispy Kreme donuts. And I think the reason why I like the That's videos is because like, I get to watch them and go, I think I could do that. And then I watch him, and he starts to struggle at donut 40. And you realize how many donuts 40 is. And I'm like, I, don't, I couldn't even get half of that. <laughs> and he eats all 100. It's crazy. <laughs> no matter how long it takes. Yeah, he just sits there and eats them. He did one where like every meal he had to get a family-sized oh. meal from like a fast food place. I miss the uh, super size from McDonald's. Morgan Spurlock is a punk ass bitch, and his documentary is a lie. I ate, I ate at McDonald's literally every day, and I've never died. Well, he didn't die either. He almost died, according uh, to him. No, Although he, he did have three meals a day. Close. That is pretty extreme. I don't know though. Like his whole point, the giant thing he misses in that like documentary. He doesn't do anything else. It's not like he's like exercising. It's not like he's changing. Like, yeah. Like, what, like I don't like. I don't even know what that is to prove. Like, what, if I ate a pizza morning, noon, and night every day, every day, and didn't do anything else, it would, would be horrible die. for me. Yeah. <laughs> if I had a bowl of ice cream morning, noon, and night, there's all, there's so little foods out there that if you ate morning, noon, and night for a month straight Maybe with no exercise. Now you die. You have no protein. You'd like turn into a. You'd get. Uh, what's the thing you get when you don't have protein? What about peanuts? Dead. <laughs> Salted peanuts. Dead. So much sodium. Dead. Uh, it's a lot of fat. What about canned tuna. You probably, probably canned tuna. Probably Tuna's survive. probably good. Any like canned vegetables? Although I don't know, canned tuna's probably preservatives like, in there is probably better. Yeah, like canned tuna's probably like high in like. I don't know, some sort of preservative. 
Look at the dog just sitting there guarding us. Quinn, you look so pretty. He's looking for any excuse to run out of the garage. Yeah, he's been getting the, away lately. The smallest bird lands on the lawn. He's going to shoot out there. Don't worry, I put one of those electric visible fences that shocks the dogs. I mean, it's a little high It's a little high in sodium, but nothing crazy. Some good... Eh, not a lot of vitamins. See, like, your micronutrition would be, like, pretty horrible. You have a very poor immune system. You're getting, like, nothing other than, like... Oh, this is good now. And it's got HDL in it. That's your high Even growth hormone. No, that's your high density lipo cholesterol. So it's like your good cholesterol. So I mean, it's not bad, but I don't know. I still think you probably die. You need other stuff. What about pork rinds? Oh, for sure, dude. <laughs> you might not even make it two weeks in. <laughs> if like that's like your meal. Breakfast, I have two bags. I feel Lunch, like I, I could survive four. on anything. Like, I feel like if I had just, like, you know how the stories about people who get trapped in their car in, like, a snowstorm for a week and they eat, like, ketchup packets? Yeah. I feel like I could live. Like, if you just gave me a ration of food and said survive a month on this, I think no, I could. No, you couldn't. It's, like, it's like seven crackers and, like, a... What's the thing Mr. Beast did to that dude? I don't remember. I don't he know. He put him in a house in a circle and he said you have to live here for, like, 90 days. And they gave him, like, a ration of food. I don't like, think it was 90 days. Wasn't it, like, a year? Was it a year? I think so. They put him, took him away from his family for a year to get money. Well, get out. I gotta start unfollowing Owen Benjamin. Why? Why now did you come to that conclusion? He's fucking crazy. <laughs> He's a psycho. He went down this rabbit hole called like how Mr. Beast is like devil. I don't know. It seems weird. The whole trans issue came up. He's been talking about how like the Earth is like he's not saying the Earth is flat, but he's like definitely in a globe. It's like, well, I don't know. The whole thing is just weird. Hey, look, I don't, don't, I don't understand him. Don't take people too seriously. I don't understand him. Well, I mean, he's got his whole. He like hates thing. He like hates Joe Rogan. Well, it's, you can get bitter when you go down the conspiracy rabbit hole too far. He's like Joe Rogan prevents guests from saying my name. So. No, I don't think it's that serious. So like me and Joe used to be friends. Now he's a fag. It's like, <laughs> like, dude, no. I mean, maybe. I don't know. The whole thing seems seems bitter. <laughs> I think that's a lot of it. There's a guy, I don't know if you remember him from the Pizza Gate days. Um, David Seaman. Yep. He shows up on my Twitter, and he's kind of, not Twitter, uh, TikTok every once in a while. But it's kind of like that. Like, a lot of it, it's true. Like, I think he really did touch on a lot of stuff that probably ostracized him from his profession. But then, like, that can be interpreted in, like, a lot of different ways. Like, it's hard not to hold that bitterness. Like, they're doing this out of some malicious intent rather than, like, there's no thing about you anymore because you're, like, kind of anonymous now. Yeah, like, we don't really... Listen, everybody moves on. (laughs) Yeah. Which is probably horrible, the fact that, like, anything could happen and we're like, ah. It's okay. Next thing. But, I don't know. It is beautiful outside. Yeah, it's a good day. It's a good day to record a podcast. We should get started. Gorgeous.